The advice and informational content does not necessarily represent the views of Mother's Market and Kitchen. Mother's recommends consulting your health professional for your personal medical condition. Hello, I'm Kimberly King, and welcome to the Mother's Market Radio Show, a show dedicated to the truth, beauty, and goodness of the human condition. On today's show, a healthy mind can lead to a healthy body. And today we're going to discuss brain health and explore some of the challenges we all face when it comes to keeping our minds sharp. Plus, we'll tell you what's happening around town and give you a chance to win a $100 gift card. But first up, we're pleased to welcome back one of the foremost authorities when it comes to a healthy body. Lee Erin Keneally, MD, has been practicing medicine for almost 25 years. She's the founder and medical director of the Center for New Medicine located in Irvine, California, as well as the medical advisor for Perfectly Healthy Products. And joining Dr. Keneally is neurofeedback therapist Brooke Gilbertston. Brooke has a degree in psychology and is obtaining her master's in counseling at Argosy University. She treats a wide variety of health and mental issues at the Center for New Medicine. And we welcome both of you to the Mother's Radio Show. Good morning. Good morning, Good morning. Kim. It's great with you to be back once again. Absolutely. Love the energy every time I walk in here. We're just, boom, it's lovely. Why don't you fill our audience a little bit on your mission and your work here? Yes, our mission here at the center is to educate and empower people to live the most wonderful, productive, optimal levels, feeling great, and uh, just really having a zest for life. And you can feel that zest for life here. How about you, Brooke? Um, You know, my passion is just being able to really help people achieve their potential. And um, through brain health, that's kind of my specialty. And I really love what we embody here at the Center for New Medicine. So happy to be here. Excellent. Today we did talk a little bit about that. We're talking about brain health and specifically as it relates to dementia and Alzheimer prevention and childhood addiction. So uh, and childhood addiction. So Dr. Keneally, let's start by discussing why brain health is so important, and especially at an early age. Well, brain health, if we don't have the brain and all of its phenomenal circuitry, we basically can't wake up, can't sleep, heart can't pump, can't breathe, we can't move. We basically are vegetables. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's interesting, Kim, because I've been practicing medicine about 25 years now, And now that I've gotten older and I've seen the patients that I have with memory challenges, dementia, Alzheimer's, and then we have these children who have focus problems, cognitive problems, I see, wow, this is such an interfering force for not only the person, but the entire family and all your loved ones. So, and I think people just are not Uh, really aware of all the things that they can do all the options that they can embrace and how we can actually prevent cognitive disorders and dementia and Alzheimer's I give all my patients a brain audit and have them fill it out and then I say okay we're going to prevent and repair repair and do an enhancement program um, so what, at what age should we start to think about this, uh, this repair for our brains? Well, I'm so concerned about our children today because mm-hmm. it starts to me in utero. Mm-hmm. In utero, mothers, before they even think about having a baby, need to prepare their body for building something that is the most significant living thing on the planet, mm-hmm. right? And so brain development in utero is very, very important. We have certain things that happen first trimester, second trimester, and third trimester. 
And we're living in very different times today. I tell people, it's not that you're so bad, it's that the world around us is unfavorable. And then people don't realize that from birth until about five years of age, your brain grows 96%. Wow. 96% pretty much is done by the time age of five. So if you haven't done the proper interventions as a mother and a father and a caretaker to that child, then you are creating a either the foundation for a wonderful functioning brain or all of these cognitive disorders that people are having in their, when their child is 7 and 10 and 12 and 18. And look at our college kids. What percentage of college kids are taking Adderall to get through their college classes? It is astronomical, the amount of kids. So it's it's something, and, and we're putting, when we use Adderall or Ritalin or Focalin or any of those medications, that's just a Band-Aid for treating these problems. That is not fixing the problem. Uh, the things that we're doing at Center for New Medicine with the brain paint, that fixes the problem. But it's 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 a it's a monumental people people think you take this drug and and that's the answer no that isn't the answer if you it's, if you treat a patient with dementia and alzheimers and they take the medications they don't they don't get any better well what symptoms are we talking about that contribute to poor brain health what are the symptoms well like i said going into a room and forgetting why you went there mm-hmm. forgetting uh your daily task now i'm not saying you know there's a lot of people that are busy let's say someone mm-hmm. is is extremely busy oh, you're gonna there's going to be times when if you've got 100 things to do that day you may forget things but also a lot of times ask your friends mm. ask your husband wife children whatever they are great barometers of assessing like a patient couples will come in and they'll say you know i really want you to bring this up to the doctor that you are forgetting things you can't remember this you can't you know you're not focusing all different different symptoms and so so i i I don't because you a lot of times can't be objective about yourself Mm -hmm. and sleep just sleep alone can cause cognitive dysfunction and I would say 50% of the population doesn't sleep. <laughs> and then not to mention the drugs that people are taking, just that alone, the medications, for example, all sleeping pills cause respiratory depression. Respiratory depression causes oxygen deprivation. Oxygen deprivation kills the brain cells. Mm-hmm. And, that's just and people are always, there's not very many people who realize that the medication is inducing, like Ambien is notorious for causing memory problems. I have people who have taken Ambien, gotten up in the middle of the night, went to the store, came back, their stuff is on the counter, they wake up and they they didn't even know they went to the store. Oh my goodness. So it is very, very serious, your, the medications. And mo- there's 10 prescriptions written for every man, woman, and child on the planet today. And all those medications create nutrient deficiencies and those nutrient deficiencies disturb brain function. Mm. Gosh. Wow, and it's a cycle that just continues. Yes. So there are all these just little robotic people out there taking these medications. and Right, because your your brain deficiency, just like heart disease, diabetes, brain dysfunction, it does. it's not an overnight problem. Right. It's something that took time. Right. If you get cancer, it didn't happen yesterday. Mm-hmm. It happened in the, something in the last 10 or 15 years. If you have dementia, it's something that started many years ago. Mm-hmm. So you've got to prepare, like now one in... What is it? One in two people at the age of 85 have Alzheimer's dementia. But if, if you prepared for that, if you prepared when you were 50, 60 years old 
I tell people the warranty is over at 60. For sure, then you need to do all kinds of things to take care of your body because it doesn't take care of itself anymore. Mm -hmm. So you have to do it. Oh my goodness. Okay, well, I, oh, let's. I'm going to focus this question with you, Brooke, about uh, what now that we've been we've been scared about all of this. And I'm not scared. It's being no, it's prepared. information it's and preparing and being precise and proactive about health. Absolutely. And Dr. Keneally, we know because we've been talking with you about this. Let's talk a little bit about the neurobiofeedback, Brooke, and and enter you into this conversation. Yeah, great. Well, I mean, with societies like increasing dependence on drug, you know, prescriptions, and let's just write a prescription to basically. Cut cover up the problem. Mm -hmm. um, like Dr. Keneally said, said it was um, what the neurofeedback addresses is the actual problem. Your brain's the master regulator. Brain paint is the newest and most advanced technology in the field of neurofeedback. Um, neurofeedback, I'm sure most people have heard of biofeedback. Um, neurofeedback is EEG biofeedback. So it's basically biofeedback for the brain. So what it's able to do is give the patient or the client an enhanced function of their own brain in live time. Okay, so when you implement this treatment, does it actually send signals to the brain? Um, no, what it's doing is a scalp... Uh, a headband is placed on the scalp, and we're putting EEG sensors on different locations of the brain, depending on what area we're training. The brain is different than the mind. The, our brain is an organ that processes so much more information that the mind can handle. For example, we do physical activity, and our blood's pumped, or our heart's beating. Um, our brain is responsible for all that. Our mind, on the other hand, wants to participate in the EEG biofeedback, but what we're training is is unconscious. Our brain is actually being the one that's being treated here. Okay, so you can actually watch your brainwave activity. Yeah, like exactly. Mm -hmm. And you can actually see the improving function or where it needs to improve. Exactly. Mm -hmm. We're just basically fine-tuning your brain and um, showing it a way to perform optimally. Mm -hmm. I kind of give the analogy to patients. First of all, the first visit, you get a brain map. What is going on in your brain? Okay, because all of us are uniquely different. Mm -hmm. So then that brain map is assessed, and we have zip codes in our brain. And the zip codes are maybe working okay, they're balanced, maybe they're overworking. And so we send signals to those zip codes that aren't working and calm down the areas that are overworking. So it's all about getting brain balancing. And all of us need this kind of thing. It's Absolutely. not the kind of thing, I mean, let's look at all of us. I mean. It, all of us need that kind of thing. And now, the number one drug that is being prescribed now, Kim, is the uh, mood disorder medications. And that, and that category is Prozac and Zoloft and anti-anxiety medications, Zyprexa, Abilify. And some of these medicines, they know what they do. And a lot of these medicines, they don't know what they can do. But now, there's been three books just recently published in the last couple of months on brain psychiatry and drugs that are being used and the ramification of these drugs. And the most important thing is they're depleting the neurotransmitters of the brain. Now, the neurotransmitters are the chemicals of the brain that make you feel good, you find pleasure, you're calm, you go with the flow, you have this you know, desire and zest for life, you wanna get up and go, and you, have, you don't have brain fog. That's what the neurotransmitters do. And so all of these medications affect those, either up or down, and then what happens is the brain can't make them anymore, and so the patient, do you know that most all patients that come in on medications, antidepressant, anti-anxiety, 
and you have them fill out a mood questionnaire, I'd say 95% still have their problem and they're on medication. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm like, Mm -hmm. what have you achieved? Right. You have messed up your brain more. Number two, you you try to get off those drugs and the patients go, it's with withdrawal. It's frightening. Okay. And then the most important thing they have found, and this is just something I have learned recently, is that all of these drugs are shrinking the brain. Mm -hmm. So we're increasing now dementia and Alzheimer's due to these medications, and they are the number one drug. And if you look at, and it's not just... And it's not just in old people. This is medications that's being prescribed to three-year-olds and four-year-olds. And so uh, the ramifications of a child, because a child from birth or in utero till about 21 is developing all different ways, brain-wise, heart-wise, eye-wise, kidney, liver, all, every organ. So these medications are interfering with the natural progression of of their own physical mental spiritual body right and so it's it's something we 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 we, i always say in every talk that i always give i go we're in an emergency why is it that we are not dealing with the health of our human race because that's what's going to make us thrive and grow and be the best Oh, my goodness. Okay, well, we have so much more to cover, and we, <laughs> we're on the soapbox here. Uh, we still, I do want to talk about uh, viable options for parents with children with ADD and also overcoming addictions. We still have a lot more to get through, but uh, still so much information coming through. We'll be right back. We have to take a quick break. Looking for healthier snack options? Mother's Market sources organic and non-GMO small batch, high-quality, great-tasting nuts, dried fruits, snacks, and candy. The goal? To provide you the highest in quality snacks while also offering high nutritional value. Fan favorites include non-GMO peanut butter pretzel bites, organic dried mango slices, and organic dark chocolate peanut clusters. Stop into your local Mother's Market today to explore all the varieties and pick some up to try for yourself. Let's talk menstruation, perimenopause, menopause, and postmenopause. These shouldn't be taboo topics. They're the normal life phases we move through as women. And Solaray delivers support every step of the way with her life stages. The first of its kind comprehensive new supplement line offers doctor formulated solutions at each stage with clinically backed ingredients you can count on. Own the stage. Buy Solaray at Mother's Market today. Welcome back to the Mother's Market Radio Show. And we want to remind you that if you missed any portion of today's show, you can find us on iTunes by searching Mother's Market or download the show from our website, mothersmarket.com. Click the link for radio and listen to the past shows. Plus, download our healthy recipes and money savings coupons, all available at mothersmarket.com. And now back to our interview with Dr. Keneally. We're talking about our brain emergency and solutions for our kids not to be dependent on drugs. And uh, we do want to open up that conversation once again and bringing in Dr. Keneally. And, of course, Brooke, I want to open this back up again. Dr. Keneally, can this be a viable option for parents with children with ADD and ADHD? Yes, BioBrain Pain is a phenomenal program for ADD in conjunction with several other things. And we'll go back to brain pain. Mm-hmm. Uh, the most important thing is a children's diet. Yes. And so the, your diet is the most critical 
factor in any disease process. We could be talking about Alzheimer's to heart disease to diabetes. Your diet and what you put in your mouth is the most significant thing that you will be doing. Yes, we need to breathe and we need to drink water. And I don't want to minimize the importance of good breathing and good oxygen levels because our bo- our brain uses 20% more oxygen than any other part of our body. So that's number one. Number two, that you are what you eat and drink. So, and we are just putting food and different liquids in our body without really thinking of the productive nature of those foods. But our, the food we eat is absolutely important. And you cannot eat dead, devitalized food because it will not allow your body and mind to work right. Let's talk about those. We, t- we do this when we talk with you, but let's remind, brain foods are what? Brain foods are proteins. You've got to get protein in your body. So what is protein? Meats, grass-fed beefs, chicken, hormone-free, antibiotic-free, uh, and the best chicken I think I've ever bought is at Mother's. The, the chicken, if you buy it at other stores, is not near as good mm-hmm. uh, as, as Mother's. Mother's chicken is, you can, when you cook it, the, it's the texture. Everything is very different. So they, and they pride themselves on the foods that they deliver, I must say. And so then we have eggs, organic eggs, uh, which is also available at Mother's. Good cheeses. By cheeses, though, that organic dairy absorbs all the in- chemicals and toxins in the environment. So you've got to get organic dairy. And a lot of the raw, a lot of the raw dairy is very, very good and available uh, at Mother's. And then another great source of protein, if people don't like eating meat and chicken, is whey protein. Whey protein is wonderful. Now, when some people are allergic to whey, I tell them to get rice. And if they're allergic to rice, then I get them. They have wonderful vegetable proteins now that taste good and are wonderful. But your every person, every whether not just children but adults, need thirty percent of every meal they eat as protein. Okay, so and then fish. The unfortunate thing about fish today it has a lot of mercury in it so we have to be i used to love fish but the fish with the radiation and the mercury it's something i probably i'm not a big big proponent unless you're properly detoxing can you eat fish uh and and we'll get into that in a second okay then fats fats all your brain is fat people don't realize that if you look at if you took it out of the skull and you looked at it and examined it anatomically it's all fat so what kind of fats though you can't have margarine fat you can't have pringles fat you can't have frito fat you Hmm. can't have lard fat you have to have good fats so what are good fats you have what we call the essential fatty acids they're called essential because you have to have them your body does not make them so you have to get them the only way you're going to get them is through your diet so i tell people if there is nothing nothing that you do not take go get a fish oil at the store Go to the health food store, go to Mother's, and get a, a, a essential fatty acids, omega-3. Why are these fats so important? You know, we hear this all the time, over and over. You know, there's over 30,000 research articles written about essential fatty acids, okay, and the functions. Every cell in our body is made, their membrane, the protective membrane that protects the inside functioning of the cell where everything happens is made up of essential fatty acids. How do you get them through your diet? Well, fish is a great source. 
Okay, but as I told you, the fish has the mercury and the radiation. So I'm not as a big proponent of the fish now because of the problems we have with that. So what other ways? Well, seeds, all seeds, lots of seeds, sunflower seeds, pumpkin seeds, flax seeds, all the nuts, raw walnuts, pecans, macadamias, um, uh, Brazil nuts uh cashews all of those but they have to be raw if you if you do roasted salted god knows you know whatever <laughs> else that, that they do to these things to process food it, it basically takes away a lot of the nutritional value of those essential fatty acids so you can get them in your diet but don't count on that because it's hard to be mindful and conscientious of getting all those kinds of foods unless you're like really really working with a nutritionist or really, really being mindful of you. You know, everybody's very busy today. People don't have time. So I'm saying go get your fish oils, take about two or three a day, and you will be providing some of the most important, valuable, fundamental nutrition to your body. Okay, good key advice. And again, these are talking about brain foods and making sure that, you know, we're starting early and for kids. Right. Now, one other really important thing we need to bring up, Kim, is the value of the food again the nutritional value sugar Mm. sugar is what i call a poison to the body it Mm. is it is there's no way of getting around it do we need sugar to survive no do we need favorable good carbohydrates that have good sugars yes we do where do we get those we get those from plants the intelligence and the phytochemicals and the phytonutrients from plants are the most amazing nutrients you can't comprehend the value of a bell pepper or a broccoli or a kale or spinach. There, it's not just, you can't just take vitamins today, but you have to have the plant intelligence of all those nutrients to feed your body and, 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 and help protect your brain. So sugars, people don't realize the sugars in their food. They really don't understand that. They think that if they eat a bagel or if they eat rice or if they eat pasta, that that is good. No, those are basically really empty calories. There's really not any great nutritional value in bread, rice, pasta, and potato. Now, there are some good breads. Ezekiel bread is probably okay if you're going to eat bread because mommies need to make sandwiches for their children. So they have to have something that has nutritional value. Uh, but those are those are great options for good breads that have, that are nutrient dense. So, but carbohydrates, the carbohydrates you want to be feeding your kids are vegetables and fruit. Vegetables first and fruit second. Mm -hmm. Uh, Fruit has a lot of sugar. And so you want to focus most of the dietary nutritional content in vegetables. Let's just hypothetically say that your kid, I cannot get my kids to eat vegetables. How do you do that, Dr. Keneally? So there is a great uh, raw product you can do like i like my kids sometimes i give them mega greens it's the 34 organic greens okay it's in capsules it's in powder they can pop those especially if they can follow they can pop those those uh 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 capsules or the powder and mix it with a little juice mix it with a little juice mix it with a little emergency c packs packets it tastes good uh, I personally juice every, regularly, re- juice juice greens because you can put a little apple and your kids love it. Mm-hmm. So if a mom wants to be really diligent, she can get a bunch of greens, put an apple and give them six, eight ounces. It tastes good. It tastes mm-hmm. very, very good. It tastes like a good green, I mean, good juice. What other things that you can do? You know, um, 
you have to give your children a multivitamin today, but they must take the liquid essential fatty acids with it. Now, once a child learns how to take a pill, um, they can get a good multivitamin with the oils. They, it is just, there's no other way of getting around it. Now, with children with ADD, you may need what we call, remember I talked about the brain neurotransmitters, dopamine, norepinephrine, serotonin. There are amino acid powders that children can eat, and even in the whey protein powders that I talked about, the vegetable protein powders that I talked about, the rice protein, have the building blocks for making that, and then you, we, there's things that you can add to it to provide those functioning neurotransmitters so that the brain works. That's what ADD does. ADD, I mean, excuse me, not ADD, Adderall. Adderall and Ritalin, what do they do? They increase norepinephrine and epinephrine. But if you take the amino acids that do that same thing, you achieve the same results. And then I'm going to let Brooke talk about how the brain biofeedback can tremendously help balance the brain, especially in an ADD child. So in the case of ADHD or ADD, um, it's just a terminology for a whole bunch of different symptoms. And so in the case of ADHD, they're hyper aroused as, you know, as far as their attention and their focus and their in inability to really just perform optimally like a normal ch child without the diagnosis. Well, what the brain, brain paint is able to do is train your brain how to just work at its peak performance and so what we're able to do is you know really train that brain and fine-tune it to um, be able to reach that without the use of medication and you know with society's increasing dependence on um, prescription drugs there's such long-term side effects and early onset Alzheimer's like Dr. Keneally was saying so if we can you know find an alternative that's healthier longer lasting and actually fixing the problem rather than just you know masking it with a band-aid um, it's really important and uh, many people who carried the diagnosis of ADHD after they completed their neurofeedback sessions and their brain training, um, they were actually no longer diagnosable. So it's really phenomenal results from the brain pain. And Brooke, and going on that, because we just you just kind of touched on that, the most popular form of dementia affecting over 5 million Americans, you, uh, we've just talked about that. Can neurofeedback help with patients diagnosed with dementia and Alzheimer's, and how so? Yes, absolutely. Um, basically... Brain paint, it's training your brain, so it's in, its kind of like I tell my clients, your brain's hitting the gym, you know, for each neurofeedback session that you have. It's like your brain is being exercised and challenged to really perform at its peak potential. And so through that, we're able to form new neural pathways, um, strengthening the brain, um, slowing down dementia and degenerative disorders. So it's really phenomenal benefits as far as the dementia goes and degenerative diseases. And are the effects long-lasting? Yes, that's the, that's the great benefit about this. Um, the benefits of brain paint and the neurofeedback training is that it's permanent, long-lasting results. It's like learning how to ride a bike. Mm -hmm. Once you learn how, you know, a lesson, you're basically going to keep that because you're training your brain how to reach homeostasis on its own without the use of medication. Okay, and you so, just yeah. answered my question. So this replaces medication. Yes, while under the advice of a medical doctor, quite often patients are able to significantly reduce or sometimes even completely cut out the use of their medication, which is really great. <laughs> 
Well, this is this is great, and this is information that um, a lot of people don't know necessarily know about. We thank you for your time, Dr. Keneally. We look forward to having you on again. Uh, but in the meantime, you can catch more of Dr. Keneally on her radio show, Healthy, Wealthy, and Wise, and that is available satellite radio channel 131, or visit her online at perfectlyhealthy.com. The book is Be Perfectly Healthy. It's available at Mother's Market. We look forward to our next visit. Thank you. Thank you. Here's Thanks for listening to the Mother's Market radio show and for shopping at Mother's Market. 